Welcome, everybody, to Catfish Weekly, presented by Whiskerware Apparel, along with Doc Lang. I'm Lyle Stokes. Doc, we got a bunch of stuff going on tonight, a lot of things to talk about, and we're going to spin the prize wheel, the rig wrap prize wheel. At least a couple of times. Well, yeah, I'm thinking so. Uh, that's become a lot of fun, hasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> everybody kind of looks forward to it. So that's a good thing. It really, it really is, and uh, we're, we're enjoying it, too. Uh, before we get started, um, the catfishing community lost a really good friend of ours uh, over the weekend. Scott Sanders was tragically killed in an accident. Uh, we're all going to miss Scott with his uh, his great smile and sense of humor and a uh, great cat fisherman in his own right. And uh, we just want to have a moment of silence to remember Scott with. With that being said, we're gonna we're gonna talk about Mississippi Catfish Trail tonight, Doc, and we've got a bunch of other things to go over. With uh, we have some uh, tournament results, different things. We got the tip of the week, uh, but we've got a lot of stuff to go over. So what do you say we get Hugh and Rose in here, and uh, Joey Pounders is gonna try to join in. Uh, if he gets everything set up, he'll try to be in here with us in a little bit. Hugh and Rose, how are you guys doing tonight? We're doing good, Lyle. How are you? Not too bad. Not too bad. A little warm, but uh, I think I'll just turn the air conditioner down a little bit, and I'll be fine and dandy. <laughs> <laughs> you guys been catching a lot of fish down in Mississippi? Uh, the guys have been catching a lot of fish around Mississippi. Now, the question throughout the United States pretty much is, are they off spawn? Well, yes and no. Well, the, some of the lakes are hot and some of them are spring fed and cooler. So it's, they have started coming off the of spawn real good and people have been catching them even in uh, the Mississippi down there where they've come out of the tributary. I, I really think this weekend with the tournaments that are all over the place that we're going to start seeing some big weigh-ins again. Absolutely. Yes. And that's what we're looking for. That's what we're looking for. Doc, have you got uh, uh, anything for Hugh and Rose tonight? Uh, no, I'm good. You're good? All yeah, right. Good. Well, Hugh, why don't you guys, you and Rose, tell us about how you got started with the Mississippi Catfish Trail? I'll let you start that well, we just, uh, there wasn't a tournament in Mississippi uh, anywhere close, really. Occasionally, a uh, national would stop by. And short of that, there was no, com you know, there, there just wasn't a community of catfish anglers around here. Uh, there were a lot of pros, uh, mostly from the northern part of the state. But... You didn't go to the river or to a lake and run into other catfishmen like you do now. And that was our reason for trying to do something. Uh, it looks like you guys have been really successful. You're having great tournaments, great turnouts at these tournaments, and you're already working on next year's stuff. Yes, sir. Uh, we're going to run our season basically with school they're going to start in the fall and end in the spring 
Awesome. Awesome. Well, that, that's uh, a little bit different than what a lot of places do, but not that much. So uh, that that should the participation with that maybe will help get some new players into to the sport. Absolutely. We've already got guys wanting to join in on the tournament. So good deal. Good deal. That's what we're all after is getting new people into the sport. That's right. This ain't about us. This is a group effort. We uh we may have put the idea out there or whatever, but we just kept running into people like us that wanted to do it, and and we still do every day. And, and a lot of good people down here that have come together to make things happen. What what, what was, is the main difficulty that you guys uh, faced to build the community of anglers down south? Oh, getting the word out initially was uh the hardest thing uh, we were fortunate enough to uh get a positive interest and response from joey pounders early on amen and brought a lot of expertise and uh, experience and helped us out yeah uh, well Where you're located at, you've got a a huge bunch of of the major players in catfishing right there close to you. Yes, sir. Oh, and a lot of them have expressed interest in plans to fish with us this fall. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Now, how many how many qualifying events did you guys have down there for the Catfish Weekly National Championship? We had two events, uh, our two biggest ones. Uh, the final event was at Vicksburg and then one at Grenada Lake, which was also a memorial tournament for an angler that passed away last year. Mm -hmm. Oh, good deal. Good deal. It's uh, it's nice to, to see those memorial tournaments come up. They're, they're uh, a great way to celebrate uh, the times that we've all enjoyed with some of these guys. Kudos for that. Uh, how many events are you planning on holding next year total? We're going to do eight. Four on the Mississippi in the fall when the fishing should be at its best. Uh, and we'll do Grenada Lake, the Memorial Tournament in January at Local where good and then uh we're also doing in uh november and then the tom bigby in the spring we're going to have two events i'll let joey talk about that when he comes on okay good yeah. now the tom bigby is a river system is that correct yeah it is never been down in Mississippi uh, I, I want to get down that way someday uh, not only to fish but uh, I keep hearing about these crawdad boils and I'd, I'd really want a piece of that action right there 
you're missing out on a lot. <laughs> That's what I say. I've got some some girls that I went to school with that live in uh, Louisiana, down in New Orleans, and uh, I made a promise to me when one of them uh, was back up here as a director of a nursing home where my mother was at, uh, that if I ever made it down there, they'd have to take me someplace where we could get some of that. I'm not sure Cindy would 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 uh, be too interested in it, but I got to try some of that. I just man, I. I'm all over getting on some of that action. <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> Robert has from Survivor has made a post on here that there's 40% off Survivor units for the Mississippi Catfish Trail. That's awesome. That is awesome. That's a heck of a deal. So anybody that needs a Survivor unit, and believe me, if you don't have one, you need it. Uh, you can get a hold of Survivor, uh, get Robert to hook you up with that 40% discount. Man, that is a heck of a deal on, on a very low-cost product to start with. So uh, you really need to, to get involved with that and and put one of them on your boat. It takes about five minutes, and uh, it's the greatest thing you can do that I'm aware of to save fish uh, in your live well. Absolutely. So how big, how big of uh, turnouts have you been having down there with your new series? Well, uh, we've been plagued here. We've only had four tournaments since the idea even started. So we had uh, close to 50 boats, boat lists until everybody started figuring out that was Mother's Day and, and the number, number went down a little bit. And then we had that tropical storm at Vicksburg, and just it was going to be horrendous. But we ended up fishing in the sunshine. Well, good deal. That's awesome. So, Rose, tell me, with you guys running these tournaments, has that cut into you and Hughes' participation in the tournaments? Or are you guys trying to fish them and run them both? We actually could fish them if we wanted to. We prefer to stay around the weigh-in for emergency mm -hmm. purposes and uh, allow right. anglers to come in and weigh fish in early. Um, I'm still getting used to the scales, so I imagine once I get real used to the scales, he'll be out there fishing without me. <laughs> <laughs> We've we done tournaments for a long time, and... and uh, there comes a point when it's more work to try to fish them and run them than it is to stay there and, or unless you can find somebody to weigh fish for you because we've had tournaments where there was three and four guys coming in and it seemed like if you're trying to fish it about the time you got set up to fish, somebody calling you have to go in and weigh fish and you go weigh their fish and you go back out and the next thing you know there's somebody else calling you and, and it was like that. Uh, to fish them, so we finally just quit doing that, and uh, until we found Alex, and now we're doing we're fishing. I agree with you. It is a tough task. It really is. It's hard to do. Uh, a lot of guys, when they start out, they can do that until they get rolling, and then the next thing you know, they're too big to do both, and, and it doesn't always happen that way. But a lot of times it does, and. And it is a lot of work trying to do all that stuff. And as you well know, 
uh, keep everybody happy and keep all the good stuff going that uh, uh, that we that we try to make happen. But uh, uh, I'm really glad to see you guys take off and and uh, have the success that you all have had all just right off the bat. Thank you. Thank you very much. It has been a success. A lot of great guys down here. And there is, and, and like we was talking earlier, there's there's some of the top notch teams in the nation that live not too far from you. That's right. Yeah, there is. Yes, sir. And they have uh, a lot of them have contributed uh, with advice and and so forth and scheduling and so forth uh, for this fall and. They, they're they're top notch people. Yeah, they they really are, and, and there's a couple of guys in your area that uh, I rely on if I'm on the borderline about a rule or or something that needs to be done that I'll send them questions and get their opinions on. Uh, but I have them guys like that all over the United States. But the, those guys come to mind really quick, and uh, it's nice to be able to to get a hold of Joey Pounders or, or uh, David Shipman or uh, uh, any any of those guys. And uh, Larry Muse is another one and say, hey, what do you think about this or that? And and they'll give you an honest, an honest answer. And that is exactly what you want from a guy. Uh, great deal. Yes, sir. Yes, Absolutely. Sir. And, you know, and we all rely on those guys to uh to help us out and and there's others there's a lot of other guys throughout the united states that uh you know that we all rely on it and it's just nice to be able to fall back on somebody because just because i think something's right or you think something right doesn't mean that everybody else is going to agree with it so uh, uh it, it's really good to, to get a second opinion from a lot of these guys absolutely i agree with you on that Yes, sir. <laughs> hey, Doc. Yeah. You know what time it is? It's time to spin that wheel. That's what I'm thinking. Hey, uh, Rose, would you mind picking out a low number? And we'll see who gets the, the name that we're going to pull out to uh, spin a wheel. Three. Three it Three. is. Man, you are so much easier on me than our guest last week. Matt was 17. Matt Jones, he picked a seven. Oh, what the heck was up with that? There's one. <laughs> Two. And three. And the winner of this spin is Jason Huggins from St. Louis, Missouri, or the St. Louis area, not necessarily St. Louis, but he lives down there. I know Jason. So we're going to spin the wheel and see what Jason ends up getting. Look at there, Doc. I greased her up for tonight. There you go. <laughs> and Jason Huggins wins a package from Fish Life. So, Jason, if you will contact them guys, they will hook you up with some prizes. Uh, they have some really good products down there. We use them in the boat all the time for cleaning live wells and, and yep. additives uh, to your water. And what else they got, Doc? All kinds of stuff. Uh, they got the fin weights, which a lot of people don't know about those. That 
right you know a lot of times if you don't uh you put a fish in your live well that isn't compressed real good you can put those fin weights on and it rolls them back over the way they're supposed to be so those are pretty those are pretty slick they work pretty good absolutely and uh, the the little stuff that you that they got the little containers uh mm -hmm. that you put in the water that takes away some of the the stuff that's not supposed to be in there and another one is is the uh the cleaner bleed. they have a really good cleaner to clean those live well, well tanks out with yeah and the bleeding control they got the bleeding right. control put that stuff. right on jody harrison put that right on Yep, Jody Harrison is who you need to contact, and he will hook you right up with that stuff. That's that's the first, uh, Jason. You got the first package from Fish Life that we've given away since we started spinning the wheel. So congratulations! Uh, if you have any trouble getting a hold of Jody or anything, give me a shout, and we'll hook you up with that. So Hugh, have you heard anything from Joey yet? I haven't seen any uh, post or he hadn't sent me any message or anything. I'm just curious to see if he. Uh, had got it figured out yet? I have no, I have not. The last, uh, he said he was going to log in as quick as he uh, had it worked out. Okay, well, he should probably be on here in a little bit. Um, are you guys fishing any of the tournaments besides the Mississippi Catfish Trails this year? Oh, we don't fish our own tournaments. We haven't, uh, and we're not really planning to. Uh, we might would fish one if uh, if we had uh, somebody at the scale that day or something, but we just want to see everybody have a good time. We get to go pre-fishing with everybody and meet new people and learn new things. Can't beat that. Going no, are you monsters? And uh, okay, good. You see, you'll be at Memphis. Yes, and we'll be in Kentucky in uh, two weeks with uh, Captain Mad Jack. Oh, at Taylorsville. At Taylorsville yeah. Lake? Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. I didn't know if you was going to make Mississippi River Monsters or maybe Monsters on the Ohio or any of those tournaments. Um, yeah. Mississippi River Monsters is a blast. You'll you'll have a ball down there, I promise. Yes, sir. We fished it last year. And, okay, uh, good. Motto 2. We hope to be there again. Aaron Wheatley is top notch. He is. He's a great guy. Does a lot for our sport. A lot of stuff behind the scenes that nobody realized. He he done a live event with some new uh, motel and information the other day, and he really struggled with his internet connection. So if anybody has any questions about that, uh, give Aaron a call, and he will straighten you out on all of that stuff. Uh, that's how you got to approach it. But everybody doesn't have an internet connection. Uh, even if you get a good one, doesn't mean that if it's good one day, don't mean it'll be good the next. That's right. We have those issues here. <laughs> yeah, I think they're everywhere. <laughs> I think they're everywhere. I see our, our uh, old buddy Rob Clodfelder is in the chat tonight, uh, Doc. I'm glad to see him join in. Uh, we got a bunch of people in chat tonight, looks like. Yeah, we got quite a few. Any questions? I've been I haven't been able to catch any yet. Uh, no, I saw something from Hervey saying they may want to give a close look at Corinth, Hattlesburg, and Olive Branch. Okay. Uh, I assume he, he you guys are familiar with that. 
He said, Those are, they, are new ones on me. Yeah. No, sorry, so, Doc. Says, as a word of encouragement, we have identified quite a lot of anglers down in Mississippi. We know of around 1.2 thousand active catfish anglers. Keep up the good work. Wow. That's outstanding. That is outstanding. That's a lot of guys right there uh, in your area, you, that you could be targeting. Oh, he said there was a lot of anglers out in those cities. So. Yeah, uh, interesting and stuff. The tournaments hadn't made it in state. And nobody had live whales and things like that. We're expecting the numbers to grow. People that are working on getting their boat tournament ready. Well, I'm, I'm glad that they realize that it takes good live wells and fresh water in on them fish all the time because that's what, if we don't do that, we'll end up losing some of them, and uh, we surely don't want to do that. I left a couple of uh, events off a while ago when you asked me. We also plan to fish out uh, Oldham Hook. Uh, I do a Christmas uh giveaway for the kids up there uh, and uh, Twisted Cat, we're looking at maybe going to the event in August up there and then of course Winter Blue. Which, uh, which one at Twisted Cats are you looking at in August? Yes sir, uh, it's the week before, I think it's 13th. Hmm. I'm not sure which one that is. I got so many of them on my mind, I can't keep up with all of them. Do you, you remember the the? You remember the location for that one? I think it's Cape. Oh, Cape Girardeau. Yeah, yeah. They had to reschedule that, and that's why it didn't uh, why it didn't stick on my mind. Yeah, that should be a really good turnout uh, down there. It's uh, not too far from a lot of places, and and uh, the fishing's really good. And you get to go down there and see Rust of Ore. That's right. Oh, Russ, he's a heck of a fisherman. Great guide, super guy. There's a lot of good things for the sport. He is. I don't know if you guys know Russ or not, but if you ever meet him one time, you'll never forget him. Yeah. <laughs> he's just super nice guy. Really good fisherman. All right. What else have we got to go over with you and Rose tonight? Doc? Uh, let's see here. Let me see if there was any other questions. I didn't see anything. I'm trying to go through so this are stuff, you, too. Are you guys fishing uh, night tournaments or day tournaments? Oh, we do all day. All days? Okay. Yep. Uh, get some local events started. Uh, there's so many people wanting to do tournaments in do it at their lake or at their river. To set up bigger events and then try to help do their own. And uh, David Woods has got one coming up. Uh, and they're looking to start a trail up and down the Yazoo. With guys down there on the past, Pugula and South Mississippi. Uh, yeah. Stop. 
to do night tournaments. We just right. Hey, uh, don't mean to interrupt you, but we're looking at your ceiling. So, yeah, your cameras. Yeah, your, your camera just started going up. <laughs> there we go. All right. There you go. Back to normal. Um, compared to, say, Memphis, what's the river like, the Mississippi River like down your area? Well, uh, I haven't been on it enough to tell you. David Magnus fished Vicksburg with us. And uh, even though the water was still high, he uh, he said that the water was so smooth that uh, they were able to get over in an area that was almost current free, just like it was in a lake. And that uh, really, it was just fine fishing. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's <laughs> hard to believe, ain't Doc? I know, man. When we got down there last year on Monday, it was running at nine and a half mile an hour. And then on tournament day, I think it was a, what close to four. Yeah, uh, yeah, we fished yeah. a lot of seven and a half mile an hour current. Yeah, yeah, it was it was pretty testy down there. But that's you know that's why I like it. The hotter it is, the better it is. Yeah, we had a good time. sometimes. We had a real we had good blast. Time. We'll have we'll have another good time. It'd be lots of fun. Um, we've been had this on the show. I've talked to him a couple of times, so for some reason, we something's always going on. But I think he would make a really good guest on the show. And uh, he fishes all over the place, so he would know if it's uh, uh, calm or not. He fishes a lot of stuff, and he had a pretty good tournament lick the other day, not not too long back. Yes, sir. Oh, uh, B&M team there come in and and won it. Uh, I was under the impression that they had known each other a long time, but their common bond was uh, B&M Pro Staff. Hmm. And hmm. they met in Vicksburg. And well, fished. good deal. First place, 115 pounds. That's pretty pretty nice weight. Was that on five fish? It was. It was on yes. five fish? Yes, sir. Okay. Hervey's yeah. Hervey's got a question here. Where are the where is the information on the tournament available at? Would be great to repeat that info once again. Oh, it's a Mississippi Catfish Trail. Find it there. Okay. I'm going to a question, and he's having some trouble getting signed in. I'm going to see if I can help him out. So, Doc, are you going to catch any more big fish? Um, I've been catching. I'm catching big channel cats right now. Uh, haven't been down the river for a while. I've been fishing lakes. So. You're going to get on the river and catch you a flathead. Yeah, that's that's what I really miss doing. Uh, I've been working so much that I really haven't had time to go to the river. That and it's been blown out here. 
for the last uh, month or so. Spring all around. Weather's been terrible. Yeah, normally the Ohio, well, the Ohio's starting to settle down right now. I looked at the level today because I'm going to try to take my grandsons down this weekend and fish. So I was looking at the levels today, and it looks like it's going to be fishable. Everything, I think everything come off the spawn now also. Good, that's good. Go enjoy that. What are the water temps up there? It's uh right now it's eighty two degrees. It's it's a straggler truck. Yeah, it's a it's a little bit warmer on the lakes. It's close to eighty five, eighty six degrees on the lakes. So river water is still in that. Yeah. Y'all done with us? Uh, are we going to be able to get on? Well, he's having trouble, but I don't know why there's, I don't know what to do to help him. I, I don't know what kind of trouble he's having. He's not, he's not told me, so. Well, uh, it, would you like to reschedule with him? I, I would rather y'all hear the. Yeah, well, I mean, we have Joey on. We've had him on before. It's not a big yeah. deal. We can get him on and, uh, you know, do a lot of – Joey's a wealth of information. Uh, we're happy to have him on anytime. Good, good. Right. He's having trouble downloading the uh, plug-in app. Oh, okay. Yeah, because sometimes at times you got to do it two or three times for whatever accepts it. Yeah, he said he's done installed it several times. He said you have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's when you them last minute deals like that. Sometimes they don't they run into issues. And uh, being before a, a holiday, I'm sure everybody and their dog is probably on the internet, and they can say what they want. That really does slow it down. It, it really does. Well, sure, God, man. Oh, good. I'm glad you like them. You glad you job. like them. Well, thanks. I'm glad you guys are enjoying them, and I, I hope you're catching some giant fish on them. Well, we're going to we're going to see just what we can get. We want to join the hundred pound club. That's our goal. We're ready to join next club. Mine too. Of course, I'll probably be pulled out of the boat, but I'm still going to give it a try. <laughs> Drive those backstabber hooks, we can get it done. Well, you, you shouldn't have any issues with them. I would think them would pull them right on in. I, I, I never will forget the story when we was at Wheeler Lake the first year they had winter blues. And um, guy told me that he had been run, plumbed to the other end of the lake and got into an ungodly amount of fish that day. And he said the last one that they had was underneath the boat and it took off going straight away from the boat and it had it bent in a horseshoe and and he said finally it broke his leader off and he said it was a giant and never did get it up he said but he was surprised at that point that that he was going to be there uh, joey's trying to get signed in right now good good 
Well, uh, he uh, he he's put in a lot of work. Yeah. There he is. Well, hi there, Mr. Joy. Hey, I made it. You did. Yeah. We starting to wonder about you, man. Hey, I, I I'm gonna get in here at some point in time. You know, it's it's just me and these <laughs> computers. I guess I can't figure them out. Yeah, well, you're not the only one. We have a lot of pro people that are having problems and, and going on. Uh, Hugh, uh, Robert would like to know if you and Rose are going to be at the Catfish Conference this year. Uh, I definitely want to go to yeah, it. Sure. Uh, can y'all see me still? Sure. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, st I certainly want to go go to it. But, I, you know, last year was just conflicting uh, schedule. I couldn't make it. So, definitely, I'm going to try to make it this year down there we, we have a lot of fun doc and i'll be doing live shows and uh, her has got a bunch of new stuff him and all the guys that do this the, the uh, conference there's a bunch of new things going to happen down there so it's going to be a big event yeah it's it's definitely getting bigger i mean last year i mean i was kind of envious of all the people that made it up there you see all the pictures and you just see people just stacked in there and i think that it was actually at a bigger place last year it looked like there was more people there you know just as crowded last year as oh yeah before so it's certainly in the right direction yep i agree um we asked some questions to uh, hugh and rose a minute ago maybe you'd like to elaborate on some of the stuff joey what do you, what do you think is uh the key to the success you guys are having down there on the tournaments uh, I, I think that what's happened is, is that Hugh has just really kind of branched out to a lot of places that we haven't had tournaments before. And, and people are just, uh, you know, people are, are looking into getting something different. Uh, and I think that with him, you know, just kind of being mobile and going, instead of staying at the northeast part of the state, but going statewide, uh, the interest level is just up. It's just a lot of footwork that he's doing, I think, that's really creating the, uh, the interest. And that, that footwork and time on the phone and all the driving and everything that a guy like that does is what makes him successful. That's right. And, and, and I, you know, he, he's always appreciative of anybody that helps him out and stuff like that. But at the same time, you know, I tell him all the time, look, this is a lot of you, buddy. I mean, I've been there before and I, I never did go, you know, and, and travel all that much, but you know, he gets out and, and really, uh, makes a lot of phone calls, talks to a lot of people, informs them. I've, I've learned a lot of things from the guy because he makes the phone calls that I wouldn't make, you know, in a sense, and, and finds out a bunch of stuff about the area and everything else, and I'm learning from him. So uh, it's not just, you know, shaking hands and, and talking to everybody. He's actually informing people of, of you know, boundaries and, and, and places to go and bait shops and everything else. So it's almost by the time he gets to a place, it's almost like he's the local. You know, so it really helps out, you know, if you're if you're coming in from out of town to hear, uh, you know, his spin on things and what you can do and what, what you can't do. Right. I agree. I agree. Uh, Herve would like to know uh, if you think that the key to the angler's interest in new tournaments is location, and you think that other tournaments should be relocating their tournaments more often or their locations more often. Well, uh, you know, I wasn't able to make the one down in Vicksburg uh, uh, this past month. Uh, I sadly saw my boat uh, that Saturday. So, uh, you know, there were a lot of new faces there. Um, and, I, I, you know, I think that a lot of them guys just seen a tournament coming down there, never seen one before. 
uh, I, to my knowledge, a lot of the pro tournaments have never made it that far down south. So anytime they had the opportunity, I think they were, you know, definitely on top of it and wanted to fish it. So uh, I think it really had to do with a lot of just showing up and, and hosting a tournament, you know, no matter who it was or whatnot, it just happened to be huge uh, going down there. Well, like, like we was talking earlier, he puts his time in and makes sure everything is done really well. And uh, the key to success is not just doing it once, but to continue to do it. And from what I'm seeing, him and Rose are working really hard to make each and every one a success. And that's what a, 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 a great tournament director will do. Yeah. Uh, you know, he doesn't get patted on the back enough. I mean, it, look, it takes a lot of time. It takes, uh, you know, a lot of calling and, and trying to figure out what, you know, certain guys think you should be doing and stuff like that. And then you have your own opinion. And, uh, you know, it, it, it takes you dropping a lot of your pride. Sometimes you may think it's the right thing to do or something, but you start getting opinions from somebody else and you start getting enough of them that's not like yours. He's done a great job of implementing what he wants to do and what the anglers want to do. And I think that everybody's really – uh, said really good things about what he's got started so far, for sure. That's that's exactly right. I agree with you 100%. <coughs> Damn, yeah. bone. Wait. Doctor, if you got some questions for Joey? Uh, no, I, you know, I'm just I'm out of questions tonight. I don't know. <laughs> You're out of questions. Yeah. Uh, Joey, let's get I, know that's, I know that's remarkable. Must be because I got the hair, <laughs> got my head and my beard cut off. So just nothing. <laughs> that must be, man. You shine like a diamond in a ghost yeah, button. I know. <laughs> well, you know, uh, another thing that's, that's happened recently, uh, Jeremy Coe has uh, lined up a tournament down here in Columbus, uh, Mississippi, which is where I'm based out of for next year. Uh, so, you know, also, you know, with you running that trail around the state, it's also getting the interest level up where people never knew how to catfish and stuff or catfish in a tournament. Now they're not only competing in that local trail, but now they're thinking about going and fishing the Cabela's Trail, uh, which has come to Columbus. And I hope that, you know, we get a good number of boats there. But uh, with him doing the footwork and stuff like that, I think that it's certainly go ahead in the right direction right there. Um I've Absolutely. seen, uh, I've, you know, another thing that you don't really take in consideration is uh, I don't think that we uh, as a whole have done enough to, to really teach people why we're throwing back these fish over, you know, over 15 pounds or whatnot. But I've personally seen Hugh and, and, a, and a bunch of guys on the trail that wouldn't do it at one time maybe or something that are doing it now and not only doing it, but sitting here telling people why they're doing it and teaching them. Not sitting there pointing the finger at them, saying, "Hey guys, you got to do this, you got to do this," but saying, "Hey, why?" And it's really changed a lot of guys' look on on you know conservation on these catfish and stuff. So I think that that's also been a good spin there too. It is, and, and catfish on for conservation is extremely important. And uh, we was talking on another show that you're going to get one once in a while that's deep hooked or gut hooked, and they fought hard getting in. That fish is not going to survive, and there's no sense of releasing that fish. It's not going to make it. Find somebody that wants to harvest that fish and, and make that happen. But as a rule, the breeding size fish, a lot of the bigger fish, not necessarily a trophy fish but if they're breeders a lot of those need to be returned to the water and and one of the reasons is uh, they don't all get to be giants so when you get a giant 
they don't ever stop producing. The Missouri Department of Conservation has studies and studies. Them 30 and 40 year old fish, they're still laying eggs and they're still producing little ones every year. So there's no sense of killing them just because they're old. That does that makes no sense whatsoever. That's right. And, you know, it's hard to approach somebody that's done it all their life, that's kept all the fish they've ever caught all their life, and tell them, hey, look, you know, this is what we do. You know, it takes a little time to kind of try to say, hey, this is, you know, what we're doing while we're doing it. But the, when people ask me about it, the best way I tell them is, you know, you look at me, I'm not a small guy by no means, but you, then you look at Jay, my partner, you know, he's 6'3", 6'4", 275. I mean, 250, 275, he's a huge guy. You know, we're both about the same age, but genetically, he's just a huge guy. And I'm only going to get so tall. But, you know, with him being 6'5", right. I mean, he's a monster. You know, and so you can take a fish the same age. They can both be, you know, 20 years old. One may be 40 pounds. One may be 80 or 100. But if you keep taking them right. 80 or 100s out of that, that pool right there, you're only going to have a bunch of five, you know, five, eight, five, nine, five, ten guys reproducing. You know, what are you going to have? No more times. So that's exactly right. No difference with, with catfish than humans or any other species of, of mammal, wildlife, whatever you want to call it, all over the United States, all over the world. That's right. So, and I, I think that, I think that's very important when you're opening up a new trail is, is laying out some guidelines and saying, hey guys, look, we're doing this not only, you know, not only we're doing this, we're going to tell you why and stuff like that. But I think that it's just definitely on the right track. So I, I've, I've been happy to be a part of it. I kind of stay back in the back and kind of just help out when I can. But um, there, that guy's doing a lot of footwork. So it's certainly um, uh, been good for me to kind of fish it because I'm fishing parts of the state I never would have went in. And uh, I may be going blind sometimes and never get any practice time, but at the same time, it's just good to go and fish in new water for me. Even if this, you know, even if you expect to catch five channel cats that day and, and 20 pounds go win it, so what? I mean, we – you know, you're not always going to catch monsters at all these places. No, that's exactly right. And if I'm in the top percentage of uh, whatever size fish is in area, if I'm catching the top part of those fish, I'm happy. Uh, and I'll place in most of the tournaments, not all of them. But if 30 pounds is the biggest fish in an area, or if I'm in channel cat water, uh, as long as I'm on the, the big end of the structure of what the biggest fish is, then uh, that's good enough. That's right. Yeah. And guys, it's going to fish there because they don't have big fish or they don't have anything but channel cat. It doesn't matter if you're catching the big, biggest channel cat in that water or the biggest blues or flatheads that's in that water just because they don't weigh 80 pounds. You're still catching the biggest ones there. So I don't, I don't understand their point. That's right. Uh, I, I mean, they, you know, there's not. I mean, I wouldn't say there's not 80 and 100 pounds. Just some places are blessed with more than fish than other places. But uh, I think I I think I went to uh, where was it in Jackson uh, Reservoir and uh, I think I caught five fish. They were five pounds total. Uh, it was pretty tough that day, but you know you take some, you give some. But uh, it you know it was just good to go to that place and say, hey, I've been to the reservoir and fished before. You know the Ross Burnett, I guess. It just had a, a late bass tournament on it a few weeks after we uh, fished it. But it's good to say, hey, I've been on that lake before, even if you took a good boat whooping. But, you know, them grinder tournaments is usually what I like to fish because we don't catch all the monster fish all the time we go out of town. So grinders are, are right up our alley. Yep. I'm going to run something by all you guys, Doc and Joey and you and Rose, and get everybody's opinion on this. Do you guys think that there is going to be a time in tournament catfishing 
to where we have to set a standard on a minimum for live wells. I think that if you want to set a good, you know, standard, I think that if you want to com completely, you know, continue to progress, I think that you have to do something like that because uh, you don't want to shun anybody out by, you know, say, hey, you can't fish this tournament because of this. But at the same time, I mean, I think there's going to get a point where there's conservation is going to get even more important, even more important. It's going to get there. And I think it's a good thing. I mean, heck, I mean, I, I, I like seeing these guys that put a toolbox on there or, you know, or got a, a nice uh, tub that's supposed to be in the in the uh, field or whatnot with cows drinking out of it, uh, a cattle trough, I guess what you'd call it. But uh, I like seeing these guys make them with the bars going around them, squirt water and everything else. They look cool. I mean, so it's not all that hard. You ain't got to spend a ton of money doing it. So I'd like to see it happen for sure. Yeah, a lot of it depends on the size of the boat too. Depending on, you yeah, know, some, some people like to fish out of a big boat. I like fishing out of a big boat, but I got buddies of mine that like tournament fishing and they like the smaller boat. Right. Well, in a small boat, you can't have a 100 gallon live well. No, <laughs> but, but a good example is Casey Tutro. He fishes out yep. of a small boat and some of the fish he catches are bigger than, I mean, they're huge. Well, they're as big as he is. Yeah. So. Yeah, and, and another thing is about Casey. I, I don't. I, I know you are like me. You've been to tons of tournaments where Casey Tudorow's been, mm -hmm. and I've never seen him with a dead fish ever. No. No. Never. And a lot of that circulation systems and taking care of the fish and keeping new water and stuff going in uh, all the time. Rose, you and Hugh, you got any thoughts on that? Well, I don't know that they'll. Uh standardized tournament anywhere. I think uh, you got channel cats in one part of the world and another and so forth. You, you got people that's fishing one-overs and people that's fishing uh, your five best. It'd be hard to get a standard. Oh, that's why we always went with a three-fish limit because we fished a lot on the Mississippi River and several of the tournaments was in St. Louis area. And the barge traffic is so horrific down there that there's no limb lines or trot lines or commercial guys because they get tired of replacing all their stuff every day. So they don't go down there. And that's why those big fish are there. Uh, but, you know, Danny South and three fish limit, I've told this a million times, 195.2 pounds on three fish. And, uh, you know, uh, it's unbelievable. Uh, what a five, I guess it's hard to believe that there's no place in, there's no reason to ever have a five fish limit in that area. Only a dummy would do that because it'd be 250, 300 pounds, uh, on a day like Danny had, uh, you'd never be able to, to get them in without losing them. Hey, and you don't have days like that every day, right. but they do happen. Yeah. I don't have days like that. I promise you. <laughs> yeah, me either. <laughs> I, I, me either. I think I seen where, uh, over in Texas, they've done that before. I've seen, you know, quite a few people with 200 plus pound stringers. I've seen, I believe the Massingales had like 250 something pounds up there in Missouri one time, five fish. And I'm just sitting there thinking, what live yeah. do they use? I mean, that, that's, you know, usually when we catch a good fish, uh, and if we catch him early in the morning, one of us is nursing that fish all day. We're dumping water, 
uh, pulling plugs. Yep. We're, we're recirculating water. So I don't, and that may be a hundred pounds of fishing line, but 250 pounds, I wouldn't know what to do. I mean, I wouldn't. Yeah, I, I got that. About every five minutes, I'm raising a lid up on that baby, checking to make sure all the fish are doing good. <laughs> if I got a limit, they're going to take care of them bad boys. Right, right. <laughs> Well, I understand, and I've seen I've seen Casey Tudorow bring in numerous big fish before, and and he's doing something right to keep them guys alive. Uh, I don't know exactly what yeah. kind of live well is in that boat, but I've seen that boat a few times come by. I mean, it's always makes you cringe when you see that sucker at the back of the line because you know he's got some kind of whale in there. Um, <laughs> so uh, you know, you never know what he's just to pull out of there. Um, and but yeah, he does something right. I. I you know, that's the biggest thing. Like you said, Doc, you know, some people want to fish in the small boats and some want to fish in the bigger ones, and you don't yeah. want to push that that kind of deal on somebody's fishing that smaller boat. But, you know, I, I like to see um, – I don't want to see any fish, you know, die because of, uh, of a bad situation that they're put in, uh, especially if it's a trophy-sized fish. Yep, I agree. I agree 100%. It's, uh, you know, we got to save these fish and we got to, you know, we, we want the reputation that make sure we get as many of them uh, back in the water alive and make sure that they, the ones that get back in the water survive. That's, that's one of the key elements to it. That's why survivor units are so important to me because I know they help keep those fish alive. And if they're very lively, when you take them out, chances are really good that their survival rate will be good when they're released back into the water. Yeah, that's yeah. that's been a huge game changer right there. That that system, I, we put it on earlier this year, and I was just like, where where's this thing been at? You know, <laughs> so, right. That's, this that's thing, what I told Robert when great. I first got involved with him. I said, why why haven't I seen this? You've had it out for twenty years. How come I'm just now seeing it? <laughs> I don't know. He said it to me. He was telling me how it worked. I put it on there, and I was sitting there looking at Jay. I was like, why did we not have this years ago? You know, this this right here that's right. It's a cast me out, man. This this right here takes a lot of work off of you. So it does and it worked you out. Know right fish to be done. That's right. I seen your video. I thought it was done very well. And uh, I know Robert liked it, but the product is unbelievable. It's just really uh, to be so simple and be so effective is amazing to me. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I, I actually sold it with my boat. Did you really? Yeah. Well, I, you know, they work so well, and I and I sold my boat exactly like I, you know, I sold it tournament ready. I didn't take nothing off of it, and I told the you know the people that bought it. I said, hey, here's these. If you want to put them on there, put them on there. But if not, you know, they're gonna be in the console. But I'm gonna buy me another set when I get another boat. But you know, I enjoyed it so much, and the way my life well system was built. It just worked perfectly flowing that water in there, and I told him, I said, look, you'd be crazy enough to put these things back on there. But, yeah. uh, you know, I was just riding around. I didn't want to – we was just riding, and, and I was showing them the boat. I didn't want to keep on filling up with uh, water in the live well uh, while we was riding. But, you know, as far as the tournament time, it, it don't bother me a bit to have it filled up. It was just uh, – I was cleaning up the boat and took them off and never put them back on. But I had to order me another set for sure. That's one of the first things I'll get uh, when I order another boat. Yeah, they're pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I'm really impressed with a lot of trouble. Hey, Lyle. Absolutely. Sir. It's time to spin that wheel again. <laughs> I believe it is. I really do. Joey, pick us out a low number that we can uh, pick us out somebody to get another shot at winning something on the old rig wrap prize wheel. 
All right, what about 33? <laughs> oh, a low number. Low number. Oh, one to ten? <laughs> one to ten? Yeah, that'll be yeah, fine. That'll work. Let's go, let's go three. Let's go three then. Three, three. Perfect. <laughs> Thirty-three. We would have been uh, next week's show. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. And three. That was funny though, Joey. <laughs> hey, I don't know Sam? what we're looking at. You... Huh? The Sam winner is Williams? Sam Williams. Williams. And let's see what, what Sam's going to win. Whoop. I hit the wrong button. Bear with me here. Sam Williams owes me some kickback. All right, Doc, are we ready? Yes, sir. Freshly oiled wheel. What does it sucker say? <clears throat> The Reaper, Hooker's Terminal Tackle. Sam Williams, if you will contact me, I have those hooks right here at the shop, and I will send them out. I will need your address, and we will get you a package of those hooks right out. So thank you for playing. Uh, you never know. We might have to yeah. do this again. We're not. We'll just get warmed up for tonight's show, actually. <laughs> We're uh, running on about an hour. Uh, Joey, what else can you tell us about the Mississippi Catfish Trail that, that, that would spark people's interest to get them down and fish some tournaments with you guys? Well, um, like I said, you know, it's Hugh is, is doing a great job. You know, also he's running 100% trail, 100% uh, payback, and uh, we've had a, a good many guys, you know, jump on and, and help sponsor this trail uh, and, you know, just – we were giving away prizes at every event, and uh, you already know, you know, there's, I mean, I think the last few tournaments have been 20-plus boats show up. So, I mean, you're looking at $1,000, you know, paying an $80 entry fee and looking at probably cashing out $1,000 for first place, and then uh, I think 500 for second or maybe 700 for second. But, I mean, you're looking at, at good prizes that's given away uh, at every tournament. I think – I think my ass wrong. A thousand, a thousand first, five hundred per second. I, I don't know for sure, but you know, um, he's done a really good job of putting some great sponsors together for you guys too. Yeah, he has. I, I mean, it it comes in. Uh, you know, he'll call me and say, "Hey, what do they do here? What do they do there?" And I'm sitting here, like I said, I've learned some things from him, but his approach is is. Uh, he learns quick. Let's just say that. I mean, he's learned right. how to approach people and, and, and put stuff together. And when I first started helping him, I said, hey, listen, this is the most important thing. Lay down a foundation, uh, you know, set some standards and some rules, and stick to your guidelines as best you can. And he's done that. And he's done a really good job. Doing that. And I think that people look at it. And, and, you know, some of people are not used to the way that he's doing things, but uh, he's getting advice from a lot of people who's been doing it for a while and saying, hey, this is why I'm doing it. If he goes in there and explains it, then it's not as much heat or anything like that. So, you know, he hasn't stirred the pot a whole bunch and stuff like that, but he's doing everything right. He's not doing anything against the grain or anything like that. He's just doing it right. It's just you've got to think. We're, we're, we're talking about a lot of people that have not fished catfish tournaments. I mean, so that's hard to go into an area 
and do something like that. And then on top of that, pulling 20 plus boats at some of these areas, you know, that's never seen a catfish tournament come down there. So, I mean, it's just, I think that uh, with him doing hundred percent payback and all the sponsors jumping on and, and everybody getting a prize uh, just about at every tournament, I think that's something that, um, you know, you're going to leave with something. I think, uh, that's right. uh, I think, you know, B&M helped us out and, and, Threw out some good gift cards. I think that one of them was 100, one of them was 75, and one of them was 50. And, That's you know, right. somebody's going to walk away with a ride at, you know, three places. So, you know, four, five, and six can easily get a ride from them, you know. So that, it always makes you feel good. You know, if you didn't win, at least you got a chance to get the door prize. And uh, absolutely. I think that. Um, yeah. I think that, you know, with, with that being said and, and other potential sponsors and stuff like that, um, I think that it's just a good, um, a good trail to be a part of because, I mean, you got a lot of guys that want to help each other. Uh, you got a lot of guys that, that uh, see you on the water and stuff like that. They ain't snubbing their nose. If you get too close to them, they're more or less waving at you. Hey, man, what you got? What are you doing? You know, stuff like that. They're more or less talking to you and stuff. So, You've run into a lot of good old country boys down this way. And it's always good to talk to them guys, you know. Uh, when you spend, you know, uh, it's not a it's not a tournament where you're spending two or three hundred dollars. And I love fishing them tournaments, by the way, but you know, it's not like you're so much invested that you have to win or something like that. It's more or less we're gonna go out there, put our game plan together and try to catch some good fish. And if we don't, that's fine, but we're still gonna have a good time. You're not that invested. That's right. And them fun deals are just as important as the big money events. And that's if right. you're not having fun, there's no sense even being there. That's right. And that's that's one of the things that, that's been best about the trail is just the fun, you know, the camaraderie. And you're rooting for some of them guys. You know, I was out of the race for Angler of the Year, and I knew the two guys that was in the race at the last tournament. And I'm rooting for both of them because both of them was good guys. You know, both, both guys have, I've known uh, – Michael for a little bit, but I've known Doug and Jeff for a while. But, you know, I was written just as much from uh, Haney as I was Doug and Jeff. You know, they're both good oh, guys sure. putting in a lot of work. So uh, you always want that. And I think that I wasn't alone in that, that situation. I think a lot of people was written for them. So, uh, you know, having an angle of the year, you got to think, this tournament trail was put together within about 30 days, give or take. Yeah. <laughs> All tournament dates and everything, trying to go around a lot of these pro tournaments and stuff like that and trying to get sponsors together. He put it together in about 30 days. So if you give the guy a little bit more time, I'm sure that he'll have a few more things up his sleeve. But just for starters, just to establish what he has, I think that's, it's got to be exciting. And like I said, you've got a lot of guys that really go out of their way to, to help you out here too. Not saying they don't do that on any other trails. I wouldn't say that. But right. I, I've just seen it firsthand. A lot of these guys are really interested in what you got to say to them. A lot of guys are really interested in helping you out. I think there'll be a lot of good things that come for next year, and I'm excited for you guys down there. Right. Well, we're, we're definitely excited, too. I'm going to make as many as I possibly can. Uh, I know that he's got a good list and a good place, you know, some good places put together. And, you know, nobody – it's not like you can go to a place and say, well, this is my place. You know, this is a whole bunch of people's place. You know, everybody's kind of new to a lot of these areas. So it kind of, you know, evens out the field. Now, I think that's what the interest is, too, is nobody's a ringer there. I go to Willer every year, and I get stumped every year. But I keep going back, you know. But a lot of people have been fishing there for 20, you know, 20, 25 years better. And, and I know that. And I know they've been knowing, you know, where the fish are at for the last 20 or so years. But. 
you know, keep going back, get, keep on getting it handed to you. At some point in time, you know, I'm going to make the curve. But uh, out there, you know, it's, it's new water for everybody. So that's the, that's very exciting that's right. in itself. Well, hopefully next year we can make a trip with you guys. I'd love to get down there. But uh, if there's any alligators down there, I ain't doing it. Oh, we got them. <laughs> we got alligators. They won't bother you if you don't bother them. No, I ain't bothering them because you try to take my word for that. You know, I, I rarely run that old monster cat wide open, but if one of them's around, we're going to find out what she's going to do. Right. <laughs> There's more than a few down here. That's actually uh, alligator season's fisting open up in a few weeks, I believe. So uh, you ought to see some some pretty good ones. I think there was a, a 13 or 14 foot one killed in Columbus uh, last year. So we've got wow. some good ones down here. Uh, and uh, – but they're they're not all that bad. We have never had any accidents. I hope that we never have any accidents with them. But uh, there's certainly some big ones around here. But they won't bother you. Not in that big old. Yeah, them and, yeah, them and snakes. I ain't got much use for either one. <laughs> spiders either, as far as that goes. <laughs> well, hopefully I, I'm gonna live through y'all for a little bit since I ain't got a boat right now. I'm just watching everybody weighing, you know, show all these nice fish and stuff like that. When y'all getting back on the water? Doc, when are you going? Uh, I'm going tomorrow morning. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I'm going. I'm going Get to get up early. You getting back out anytime soon, or what? We will be in Warsaw, Illinois, this weekend to the uh, tournament up there, and we're going to see what we can come up with. Yeah. Excited what, what, about what? that. What's that? Is that a blue cat spot? I mean, you you going after blues or or what? Yes, yes, <laughs> blues and flatheads. They've been catching a lot of flatheads up there. That's what you should and, go uh, after. Yeah. Just go get you some good live bait and go after them. Well, I I probably will have some, but um, we've had big fish in a couple tournaments up there the last couple of years, and we won the Jack and Jill up there year before last. And I didn't win them on flatheads, Joey. <laughs> <laughs> I know that Doc, Doc, you've caught your fair share of them, I'm sure. Oh yeah, yeah, I like my flatheads. <laughs> well, it, it's 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 not been very good for us lately, but we're gonna make the curve. You know, that's, I think September we'll start fishing again. I, we didn't got nothing until after the summer, so that's good for us because we we really don't try to fish down here all all that much during the summer. It's about 90 or 100 degree water temp around Ju July or August. It seems like. So okay. it gets okay. kind of stagnant down here. So I just try to live through everybody else. Oh, I can't imagine hundred degree water temperature for very any extended period of time. Oh, it does. I, I'm I'm just making a, a joke there, but really and truly, it does get up in the high eighties uh, at times, and and I've seen it get on up there. Um, you know, and just it's just bad to be out there trying to fish or anything like that. You just can't. They just tuck in and don't move all that much. So, if we go to catch anything, we got we got to get on that Mississippi River, that Tennessee River, or something like that during the summertime. It gets pretty tough around here. But hopefully, uh, with them coming back in February, I think it's the first stop, February third. Uh, hopefully, we'll have a good showing then, because they usually bite around you know the winter months for us. When y'all are tucked in and got the boats with the tarp on and everything else and not moving, we're <laughs> <laughs> that's when we make our move. Yeah, that's right. So yeah. when is the next tournament for you guys down there? August 19th. 
August 19th. Well, that'll be great. That'll be good. Week after Cape up there. Okay, good, good. Good deal. Well, listen, I appreciate you guys all joining in the show. Uh, we're going to have to do this again one of these days, and then Joey will have all his stuff figured out and, and uh, get right in early. Uh, one day, Lyle, we'll get this all figured out, but one day y'all will have me on here from the start. Uh, that'll be all right. Yeah. What, I, what I really have to do is just come and get y'all at that catfish conference while y'all doing that live show or something like that, and that way I can just really hang out with y'all. There you go. Well, you yeah, just come along. We will be there, won't we, Doc? Yeah, we will be there. We will be there, so uh, you stop in and visit with us, and uh, we'll have a great time. I promise. We'll certainly do it. I thank you guys. Anytime we, uh, we get invited on the show, we, we definitely appreciate it. Well, thank appreciate you guys so much for joining honored. us. Uh, Rose, you and Hugh, thank you guys so much for, for doing this. It is great to have you all here. We wish you all the very greatest of success with the Mississippi Catfish Trail. We're looking forward to some big things coming out of down there. We're Absolutely. Thank you all for having us. Looking forward to coming up to the Nationals next year. Just work. You come on up. Great. We're going to have some fish. I tell you, them guys are talk about that about Lake of the Ozarks, and there is some smaller fish in there. There are some giants in there, too. You just got to wade through the little ones to get to the good ones, and, and uh, uh, bait's easy to find, and it's full of fish, so everybody should have a blast. Any flatheads in there, Lyle? There is, as a matter of fact, and that's the time of year they crank up. There you go. That's that's why I'm coming over that way. I I'm know why you're coming. <laughs> I, might, I might get it handed to me, but I'm coming up there. Well, you come on up. We'll be looking forward to it. We're working with some places right now. Should have it finalized before long for resorts where people that want to stay can uh, rent a condo with three or four bedrooms in it or people that want just motel rooms. We're trying to get special rates from all of them. And, and uh, in the next couple of weeks, we should have all that finalized so everybody can get uh, rooms at, at a reasonable rate so they can stay several days and have a wonderful time. That sounds great. I look forward to it. You got it marked on the calendar. Awesome. Well, we're going to have a lot of fun. Well, listen, thanks, guys. We're going to get on to some other stuff, and uh, we'll get you all back on here. We'll go over a bunch of this stuff again here one of these days and make sure that everybody knows about Mississippi Catfish Trail. Thank you. Thank you, sir. All right, guys. Talk to you soon. Thanks again. Doc, them guys have really worked hard to put that together really quick, basically, and, and they've done a really, really good job. Yeah. I'm very happy with to see all the good stuff coming out of their area. Uh, I got an announcement, Doc. All right. The new sinker slide that, Rib, uh, that Rig Wrap is coming out with, uh, I found out today that they're going to be available in bulk packs. Oh, that's nice. That is pretty nice because most of those things they don't sell book packs. Another thing they're going to do is is they will be six packs instead of the three and four and five packages like most everybody else sells. So yeah. that is really good. Uh, and hopefully, uh, depending on the holiday and all of the uh, slow mail and everything that goes with holiday seasons, uh, I should have a sample of that bad boy next week for the show. I'm really excited about that. So you guys that want to stay up to speed with the new sinker slide 
coming out from rig wrap you need to go to their facebook page and like that so so when they make a post or have any new information on availability that you will have access to it so be sure to go over there and like their page and you'll get all the notices whenever glenn posts anything up about the new products so that is pretty nice did I mention that these are the greatest thing for cutting line that I ever seen in my entire life? The rig wrap oh, scissors. scissors. Oh, my. Yeah. oh, oh! I just can't believe how great they are. They're awesome. They are really awesome. Uh, what have you got tonight? The tournament results and stuff, Doc. All right, Southwest Ohio Catfish Club East Fork on July first. It was a night tournament. First place. We've heard this guy's name many, many times. Willie and Stacy Smith, 28.2 pounds. Second was Vince Nadoski and Nick Heston, 16.1 pounds. And they also had the big fish, which was a 10.7 pound. Third, Tom Kotcher and Richard Roy, 13.6 pounds. 13.8 pounds, I'm sorry. Uh, next, Cat Chasers, Buckeye Lake, July 1st. Uh, this is Dana Jackson's uh, Cat Chaser series. First place, Dana and Tina Jackson, 28.6 pounds. They also had the big fish, which was a 7.8 pound channel cat. Uh, second, Craig Shirley and Chris Feeney, 26.5 pounds. Third, Jerry Height and Mike Anderson, 26.4 pounds. Man, those guys, they were just only ounces across from each other. And then fourth, David and Jacob McCoy, 25.5 pounds. Uh, second big fish was Joe Ackerman, which was a 6.3-pound channel. Also, for everybody's information, if you are wanting to get qualified for the Catfish Weekly National Tournament Championships in May of 2018, Cat Chaser is going to be having a two-weekend event. It'll start July 15th. They're going to fish on Buckeye Lake. Then on July 22nd, they'll fish Lake Logan. They combine those weights and the top five teams from that fish those two events will be qualified for the Catfish Weekly National Championships. These Both these tournaments are from 8 o'clock at night until 3.30 in the morning. So any of you guys that live here in the Buckeye State that are wanting to get qualified for the Cat, uh, Catfish Weekly National Championship, right there is your opportunity. Buckeye Lake and Lake Logan. Awesome. And that's all awesome. I got. Okay. I had the results from the Missouri Central, Central Missouri uh, tournaments. Uh, Matt Sanders sent me today. Uh, first place and Big Fish Driftmaster bonus money, $200, went to Tony DeBow and Matt DeBow. I hope I got that right, fellas. If not, I'm really sorry. 56.6 pounds. Second place, Ben Sassman. And Russell Michaels, third place, Michael Sutner and Cody Thompson, uh, fourth place, Jesse Linscott and Wayne Linscott and Clint Roby, uh, fifth place, Brad Young and Philip Normeyer. 
thank you guys for fishing that tournament. They, they had a really good job. I understand it was pretty tough conditions over there. Uh, the weather was horrible, uh, but you know it was the same for everybody. So congratulations to all you guys from for uh, fishing that tournament. I know Alex Nagy this weekend with Twisted Cat Outdoors having a tournament at Warsaw, Illinois with 2,500 added money, I believe. They're going to have a Calcutta and a bunch of stuff. So go to Twisted Cat Outdoors uh, website, uh, Facebook page and get all the information there for that. Or you can get a hold of Alex. He'd be glad to talk to you. Uh, what else we got tonight, Doc? Uh, just my tip. I can go ahead and give that. Well, let's go right ahead with that. All right. So Doc's tips tonight is the water is hot. Uh, the fish are, you know, you put them in a live well, uh, you want to keep that water circulating. The other thing that I recommend doing is keeping frozen jugs of water. They're frozen in milk jugs. Um, I have a big Yeti cooler that's in my boat. And I'll take and put one of them jugs in to that live well. You do not want to lower the temperature more than 10 degrees of what they come out of. But uh, when you do lower the temperature, it allows that oxygen to stay in that water a lot, lot more. Uh, O2 stays in colder water better than it does warm water. And that's Doc's tip for the night. That's a great tip, and uh, you guys can just we freeze in milk jugs, and and uh, if you need to lower your temperature, you got them in your cooler. Anyhow, just drop one in your live well, you're good to go. Yep, good to go. Yep. Pretty pretty simple concept and great information, Doc. Works Next week well. on Catfish Weekly, yes, it does. We are scheduled to have Brad Cox with Catfishing for Veterans in Springfield, Illinois. They have a tournament coming up in the next few months, and we'll get all the specifics for that. So you guys tune in for that. We need to help these guys out all we can. It'll be a great show. We'll have Doc's Tip of the Week. We'll have more tournament information coming up. We'll have results, and we'll have uh, a couple shots at least. Of On the wheel. On the rig wrap prize wheel. Thanks, everybody, for watching the show tonight. Have a great holiday weekend. Be safe. For Doc Lang, I'm Lyle Stokes. Thanks for watching Catfish Weekly. Thanks, everybody.